The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This morning, as we finish out our week together, we're going to look at the fourth breakdown in the chapter of 119, Psalm 1, excuse me, Psalm 119. And as we look at this, we're going to look at, uh, we're beginning in verse 25, the word Daleth, that would be D. I was reading Spurgeon this morning on this, and I like what he said. He said, in this chapter, since it is the chapter that relates with the letter D from the alphabet, at least that's what we would call it, um, he says, really, what you can honestly see in this chapter, the day as David's writing, is you can see discouragement, you can see depression, and then you can see dedication. And I think there's some great, you know, great practical application. I think it's very fitting to the verses we're going to look at. So let's read them all real quick, and then we'll, we'll dig in and pull them, uh, look into them. Verse 25, My soul cleaveth unto the dust. Quicken thou me according to thy word. I have declared my ways, and thou heardest me. Teach me thy statutes. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts. So shall I talk of thy wondrous works. My soul melteth for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according to thy word. Remove from me the way of the lying, and grant me thy law graciously. I have chosen the way of the truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. I have stuck out thy testimonies. O Lord, put me not to shame. I will run the way of the commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. So again, we believe this author to be David, and we know David many times. In his time, he had a lot of great victories. Uh, He was known as one of the greatest kings of Israel. But he had a lot of enemies and a lot of battles and a lot of low points. Uh, We would kind of probably call David a bit melancholy today. Um, Kind of wore his emotions on his sleeve. You knew what he was thinking. And so often you can see that in the book of Psalms. And you can see that as David's talking here, you can see his real high points and real low points. And sometimes you can even see that in the same chapter. Well, today what you see, what we're looking at is somebody who is finding himself in a very, very low point. And much of what we can see in these verses can be kind of as a result of his own tendencies, his own desire in the area of wrong way, the flesh we'd call today pulling him the wrong way. And he's got this great desire for the Word of God to help him to clean himself of these things that have brought grief. And if any of us if any of us look back on our life and be honest, we can see there are things in our life, decisions we've made or circumstances, mostly in this situation, decisions we've made. We can sit back and say, because of this decision or action or thing I did, I just feel like it's hindered me. I feel like it's changed me. I feel like it's caught grief. Um, and we can sit back. If we're not careful, we can allow that thing to identify the rest of our lives. And David is like, you know, I don't want that. I don't want to be consumed by this. I don't want a bad day or, or bad struggles to be something to, to limit God's working in my life as we move forward. So let's, let's, let's unpack these verses here real quick. Verse 25, my soul cleaveth unto the dust, quicken thou me according to thy word. Simply, he really, when people in that time were in heavy sorrow, for instance, when they were um, sorrowing over death or, thing, or battles, things like that nature, they'd often throw dust on their head, they cover themselves in dust. And so it's, it's, it's easy to believe that probably what's happening here is he is so consumed and covered with because of his sorrow with dust that it's now in his mouth. It's just he's overwhelmed. He says, so quicken me according to that word. He said, I am at a great point of discouragement. Actually, I'm a great place of depression right now. He said, I, I am beaten, I am broken down. It, I need your help. 
And so quicken me, strengthen me. The idea is quicken, strengthen, give me the energy to go through this day, through thy word. And he's reminded of the word of God. Why? Why the word of God? Because it's a religious book, because it's a source. No, no. The word of God is that because it's alive. In Hebrews, he says it's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is his living, breathing word to us. So when we read it, the Holy Spirit interprets and teaches us and helps us to see what the God recognizes our situation, that God loves us no matter what, and that God can help us beyond this and still continue to use us. And so it quickens, it strengthens us. Verse 26, I have declared my ways, and thou heardest me, teach me thy statutes. Simply declared my ways, what I've been honest with my battles, I've been honest with my failures, I have confessed my sin, I, whatever term you want to use, Lord, I have, I have decided to be brutally honest with myself and you. And that's what's necessary is for us to recognize, because here's what happens. When I'm willing to acknowledge my mistakes, my failures, and the things that I need to get right, acknowledge to the people I need to, or acknowledge to God, and frankly, acknowledge to myself, when I'm willing to do that, there's a great peace because holding on to things and, and hiding things only brings you down. So when you're willing to confess and move beyond those, there's a victory, there's a peace that comes. And so he says, I've done this. So now, Lord, I need you to teach me your way, your direction. I, I've made the, the wrong direction. I've gone my way. I've gone the way of the world. I've gone the way of sin. And Lord, now I'm, at, I'm, I'm confessing that I'm asking you to help me to go the right direction. Verse 27, make me to understand the way of thy precepts. So should I walk on thy wondrous works? He says, please, I, I know the other way is natural for me. I'm, I need to go a different direction, so I need your precepts. And he says, I do this so I can talk of thy wondrous works. We could spend the entire rest of the time, our whole episode, talking about his wondrous works. In fact, um, um, I beseech you, in fact, Paul said the same thing, similar in Romans. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, by all of the mercies that God's bestowed upon us, by his love, his grace, salvation, the cross, forgiveness, all these different things. So he says, your wondrous works. He goes, I want to learn, the more I learn about you, the more I will talk about what you've done in my life. I, I want it to become part of not just the head knowledge, but truly who I am. And I want it to be so much that it comes out that I, I'm excited about being able to declare your wondrous works in me and, and all the other things. So he just, I I want it to be so much that it consumes who I am. I, then he goes back a bit to this discouragement. Verse 28, my soul melteth for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according to thy word. He goes, my soul melteth, I am just overwhelmed. He said, like he said, beginning the soul doth cleave it to my jaw. He goes, he's reminded I am overwhelmed by the circumstances, by the situation, by my actions, by my decisions, I am overwhelmed. Please give me strength through your word. Verse 29, Remove from me the way of lying and grant me thy law graciously. So remove from me that life. Remove from me that thinking. Remove from me that direction. The lying just gives the idea of lying to myself, lying about things. It's, it's, it's a certain lifestyle. Remove from me this justification of living a certain way that I know is wrong. It's overwhelming. I, I'm, I'm hurting people. I'm losing people. I'm, I'm, I'm losing myself to an extent. I'm finding that all this, I'm convinced it's okay. I can live this way. It's no big deal. And I know it's not true. And, and, it's, and it's overwhelming me now. I mean, it's literally just consuming me. And I've justified myself. I've blamed other people. I, I've stayed in my circumstances and all these things. But when it comes down to it, it's me. Father, I'm just, I'm just done with it is what he's saying. So he said, I, remove. He goes, with all my lips have I declared all thy judgments. I'm, I'm, I actually missed the verse I'm at here because um, I was in the wrong section here. He says, remove, there it is, verse 30, sorry, remove from me the way of lying. Don't let me go that way and grant me the, thy law. He said, stop, I want to stop thinking and moving the direction of that wrong life and I want to go the right direction. Verse 30, 
Now he makes his dedication. I have chosen the way of the truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. So Lord, I'm giving this up. I'm, I'm, I want to get away from that. And I'm choosing your direction. He continues to say, I have stuck under thy testimony. And he says something interesting. Oh Lord, put me not to shame. So Lord, I, I'm choosing to leave this. And I'm, I'm acknowledging the wrong. I'm acknowledging the sin. I'm choosing to say, I don't want to do this. And I'm going to follow the teaching and the precepts, your precepts and your word. He goes, so I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stick to it. Then he says, Lord, put me not to shame. Don't, don't fail me. Don't disappoint me. Don't make this worthless. The world, I went after it. Or we can say I went after these things and they really ended empty. And Lord, now I'm asking you, don't offer the same thing. You know, we can say that because if we are staying in the word of God and following God and we're serious about this, there's no failure. God will always show up. He never, you can never outgive God. You can never outlove God. You can never outserve God. He will always be there. Now, if we're, if we're manipulating and trying just to do so we can get from God, it's very, very different. But when I just say, Lord, I'm choosing in the best of my ability to follow your way and your word, don't let me be ashamed. It's a promise because his promises never fail. Finishing verse 32, I will run the way of thy commandments when thou shalt enlarge my heart. Because when you give me the strength, when you give me the ability, when you teach me, and when you give me the knowledge of what I need and you give me direction, I will do it. He said, so as I learn from the word of God, as I learn from teaching, learn from preaching, as I learn and the Holy Spirit teaches me, I will do what I learn when you enlarge, when you give me the strength and you give me the wisdom necessary. Hey, this sounds easy, and it is if we stay in it, but it does take dedication. And it, and it sometimes, it's hard because when we find ourselves in the spot, Satan wants to convince us, you can't do this, you failed. And I encourage you, don't let those lies bring you down. Um, one bad day or, or a bad second, it doesn't make a difference really. It could be a bad life to this point. It doesn't make a difference if you, give, if you get saved and give it to God and move forward. God can turn whatever you give him into amazing beauty if we let him, and it comes through his word. And I encourage you, give whatever your battle to God, dedicate to him, and keep going forward. It's amazing what he can do uh, with what you have left in your life. Amazing what he can do with you when you're willing just to set everything aside and set all of your battles aside. Get into the word of God and allow him to direct you. Thank you for joining us on this Friday edition, uh, for finishing this week out with us. Uh, again, we hope we invite you to join us in person at 10 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the evening for our Christmas service in the morning and then communion in the evening. And then uh, if you can't make it, join us online for both of those. Uh, we plan to be here. We won't be here every day next week, obviously, for the holiday season. Um, probably Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We will not have this, uh, which makes sense. Normally we don't do it on a Saturday anyway. But uh, in the beginning of the week, we'll be here. So I hope you'll join us. We look forward to a great time as we continue together. We hope you're having a Merry Christmas. Hope you're enjoying time with family. And hopefully we'll look forward to seeing you again this weekend. God bless.